0: well hello everybody how are you doing today hope you're doing all right hope you're ready for another another fine fun episode a scary episode of ghost stories told from the south I'm your host Stephen Lebooth here to scare the pants off of you make you scared of the dark Uh, so how's everybody doing i'm doing good today well lexi's not here with us because um that poor child's got car problems and she was broke down yesterday and she her mom was taking her to work today so she's just out a ride right now but we're hoping to get her in something maybe so but it's just me today and uh, sorry we're late on it, but it's been busy. And like I said yesterday, Lexi's car broke down. And yeah, it was a messed up day. Uh, but I'll tell you one thing. I am so tired of this freaking winter wind. I wish you'd quit and good spring weather come and then some summer. want some nice cool nights by the campfire. Tell some skittery stories. Nom, nom, nom. Well, I guess we'll get down to it. I'm just going to write down my times on here. All right, chickadees and chickados. Do you want to hear some scary stories from Stephen LeBoult? Mm. Get ready, sit down, grab a comfy blanket and get ready to be scared. All right, fellas and ladies. <clears throat> My stuff's going to be kind of all around the world today. Just different folklores and stuff like that. Uh, this is El Donte El San Pedro Folklore. Don't go to the bush. Don't go to the bush to cut firewood. Nor look for a coconut husk. Or El Dinao del Monte will get you. This was a common threat in the 1940s and 50s which uh mom would use when she uh, needed the children at home for uh, some chores rather than going to the bush. The children of course uh, the children of course uh preferred going to the bush for uh the thrill of some adventure. It was not like that it uh, it was not that they like cutting firewood, but hunting for hunting for a bird's nest and raiding the eggs was a thrill in itself. It also meant drinking fresh coconut water or hunting for uh, coconut palms or sea grapes. Mm, never had a sea grape. A trip to the bush could uh, always run you. In the luck of uh, killing some of killing some wild bird, a bush hog or even a deer. Now that was intended a thrill. That was indeed. Now that was indeed a thrill. So how could how could Mama's funny threat of El Dinero del Monte scare anyone and keep out? and keep them out of the bush. El Duno El Duno Del Monte was another name given to El Dante. Uh, those who say those who saw him say he was about three feet tall and wore a uh, wide brimmed hat. Sometimes okay, sometimes he wears a red hat and animal skins for clothing. Dad said that El Donde protected the animals in the bush and would give very angry uh and would get very angry when little boys killed birds without a reason. So if you were going in there to hunt for food, he wouldn't fuck with you. But apparently if he was just going in there killing shit, tearing up the woods, knocking trees down, basically be just being a little fucking bratty kid, being a little jerk. He's gonna come get your ass. Okay, where is it? Okay, mom said one could kill Mom said one could kill a bird if he if he would eat it. But to shoot one with a slingshot just to prove one's talent was wrong. El dante was a daytime creature and would roam the bush and watch you and watch you mysteriously even if you were animals sometimes el el dante would get tired and sit on the foot of the tree and fall asleep he would transform the he would transform himself into a into red clay anyone spotting Spotting it would think it was some uh may uh afro afro afrodisy after effect. Oh, the anyways, what was it? It anyone spotting it would think it was a maya artifact, but it but if you took it home, he would escape there during, during the night, therefore you can bet your sweet lip that if we find a clay f- fixture in the bush we do not even touch it that's pretty weird that's kind of like uh when i lived in oklahoma we'd go to them indian cemeteries and we'd go during the day but they were just kind of creepy and you'd see jewelry, jewelry on uh tombstones and stuff I asked my friend i'm like why do they do that that's well that's like with his his watch he wore, that was a ring she wore. And I'm like, What keeps people from stealing it? I mean, I wouldn't be sticking their precious heirlooms out here that they wore. He said because <clears throat> Sorry about that, it hit the mic. Because story goes if you take that home it a you'll be cursed, so that's a that's in a lot of folklores I've noticed. But which is cool though. Some El Dante, uh, sometimes El Dante would get tired and sit. Okay, at the foot of the hill, he would transform. Okay, already said that. Sorry about that. What happened if Dante caught you in the bush? Well, he would take you to his dwelling, which was a spot deer in the, a uh, spot deeper, oh, a, okay. He would take you to his dwelling, which was a spot deeper in the woods, probably a cave. But there was a way to escape him. He only had four fingers and no thumbs. So if, surpri- if you surprised by him, you could hide. Hmm. And no thumbs. So if you surprised by him, you could you could hide. Oh. You could hide your thumb in the palm of your hands and he would think you were one of his. So if you just hold your fingers like this and go, Look, I don't got no thumbs. I don't know what you mean. Well, you can't see. And I'm going, Yeah, look at that. See? Yeah, see? Uh, Yeah, just they'd put the thought. They say that's another way you could escape because he'd think you're one of theirs, which makes sense. And he'd leave you alone unharmed. In this respect, El Dante was just like the Cisco. Sisamento, another folklore character in San Padro. San Padro? Yeah, Padro. Uh most evil most of the evil characters were scared away if you made the sign of the cross with sticks or even with your fingers. But El Dante was not an evil character, so he was not scared anyway by the cross. In fact, El Dante was a friendly Character and only punished you if you were killing too many animals or doing mischief in the bush. He would be frequently spotted, especially during the Latin, the Latin, Latin season, especially on Good Fridays. Huh? He must have loved Good Fridays. Odonte was identified by piercing. Is identified by a piercing whistle, and that, and that was his. Oh, he uh could be identified by his uh, piercing whistle, and that was his weakness. Anyone whistling in the bush was a target of an attack by him. This is why Dad used to say, "Never whistle while you're in the bush, or you will be calling on the uh." on Dante on the Dante to attack you 25 years ago if anyone saw a strange man in the village and he would ask you to follow him you could be sure that no one did for fear that he could be the infamous Dante (laughs) so next time you're in the woods yeah uh, ladies and gents don't be a douchebag. Don't be knocking trees down over. Don't be mean to the animals or mean to the plants. And yeah, he won't mess with you. And don't whistle. I dare you. Make someone to whistle. Say, hey, buddy, a bitch you can't whistle. Now, that one was kind of long. But these next ones, they're going to be kind of shorty. But. I have got some special stuff for you today because it is our 50th freaking episode. I didn't mention that at first and I should have. This has been an awesome ride, guys. We got more to do, so don't worry. We ain't going fucking anywhere. Hopefully, we'll be doing this 20 years from now. All right. That'll make me an old bastard. But anyways, yeah, guys, we, we appreciate you guys listening. We really do this is our 50th episode and that is so sweet okay i'm gonna write my time down okay we are going to go with the l now once again i'm sorry if i'm butchering these this one this folk this folklore comes to uh, to us from chile Okay, El Colibrón is is basically an anaconda on super steroids and enormous hairy snake with a gigantic calf like head. The creature belongs to the rural countryside of Chile where it is said to come at he is said to come out at night from the dark caves. In remote, in the remote forest, and eat basically anything in his path. El Calibron. El Calibron. That's what we're gonna say. El Calibron. Calibron. El Calibron. Calibron. We'll go with Calibron. Okay. Also, a Torse, torso. Well, what now? Has a Tessarodi radar. Oh. <coughs> he has a a, a radar kind of like the uh, snakes. He's a heat sensors or whatever they say. How the snakes read. Because, you know, they feed off of uh, body heat and stuff to get their, uh, you know, see where they're at. But anyways... The creature belongs to okay, okay, okay. and is said to, and he, and is said to arrive at the sites of buried treasure forty days after it's been buried. Anyone wishing to recover recover the treasure has to douse the ground with argante, argant, argant, Argar- uh. Quit chewing. Oh. If you douse the ground with El Gardent in the hopes that the snake will get turned off the liquid and let his guard down. In the same way the El Clubron is uh, attached to riches, legend also has it that the snake can Draw wealth to anyone who is able to domesticate it. But trapping the kluberon is no easy feat. You have to find the you have to find one in the wild. Pluck three of its largest hairs without getting eaten, then put the hairs in a bowl of milk. From the bowl, three baby klubrons will spring to life and the strongest will eat the other two and become a full-fledged clue brawn that's pretty shitty i'm gonna eat my brothers and sisters yeah from that point forward owners have to maintain the snake with hmm Sacrifices of animals and close relatives. What the fuck? Wow. Holy crap. You have to... If you want one of these, you'll be rich as hell. But you got to... (laughs) Sacrifice animals and close relatives. Wow. Then you have to leave the blood in a secret location. That only the snake knows of. Otherwise, no money for you will... Uh, probably get. Oh, otherwise, no money for you, and you will probably get eaten. That's crazy, man! You gotta freaking sacrifice an animal and your relatives. Who would do that shit? I mean, I I don't give a shit how much money you gave me You'd have to get kill your relatives, and I would like to have the money to enjoy it with my relatives. You know, like, hey, come over, I got a big pool. Let's swim in it or hey, I got a fishing tank in the back. Let's go fishing or hey, I got some four wheelers. Let's go right around the land. Or you know, I'd I'd want to enjoy it with my family. But that's always the case, though, in the uh movies and stuff. Anytime they're like, Yes, I want to be rich. But you have to do this. There's always a price. Always a price. Now say. I know I've done this before, and sorry if you hear a dog barking, but my dog's outside of the studio right now. He's at the front door, and every time he sees cats or anything, he just thinks he has to bark, 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 and bark, and bark. So, if you hear him in the back being an a-hole, sorry. I know I've covered this guy before. But we're going to do Chupacabre. He kind of started in... It's kind of a Spanish folklore. kind of started in Spain. But here we go. Like uh, Latin American Bigfoot or Loch Ness Monster, El, Chuka, El Chupacabres little, are literally goat suckers for these Spanishly challenged is a beast whose alleged his uh it is a beast whose alleged alleged existence has plagued farmers in collective latin conquistadors for some time now not quite as old as the sasquatch or the Yeti, even the Jersey Devil, then why they say Conquistadors? Because Conquistadors are old. I probably misread it and have to word up. But anyways, let's get on with the story. Okay. Mm. I'm sorry. My mouse is being stupid. Sometimes it does that sticky stick thing and it really irritates me. Okay. The first uh, first report of El Chuper of the Ochupacabre uh, attack was on March of 95. Through some through some say reports go all the way back to the 60s in Puerto Rico, eight sheep were killed completely drained of blood and there were puncture wounds in each of their chest. Authorities Hmm. The authorities just wrote it off as he just got attacked by an animal. An animal did it. That's what they basically said. But many locals suspected a satanic cult. By August, a hundred and fifty uh, similar livestock killings had taken creatures varied in in the in wildly in the town of. Convinus, the creature was described as winged, swooping down on its prey. In Cagascus, Cagasa, wait, oh, Cagus, it was said to have hairy arms and red eyes, but by the end of 95, the most prevalent description was gray alien-like creature about three to four feet tall that walks upright on its uh, muscular hind legs by 96 reports of a uh, chupacabra attacks were being reported on the uh, mainland as well as being in miami and later in the southwest and mexico and in texas on the border either the creature had migrated or the stories had became so popular that reporters of sightings and copycat attacks were being carried out here too. This time, the creature was described as a dog-like, but reptilian. Whether chupacabras exist or not, reports of blood uh, bloodless murdered livestock pre- still pre- still happens. So, see, that's weird because I've always heard that version that it's like a dog, you know. It's like a freaking badass dog. That's what I grew up here now. I didn't know about all this other stuff till I read it, so that's pretty cool though. Jelly beans. Jelly of my beans. Jelly of my beans. All right, oh, chupacabres. Okay. We are gonna go this one comes from Chile again. This is the uh, Poochin. The Poochin comes from the okay. The Pichuus comes from the uh, lore of Southern Chile's Mapuche people. It was a shape-shifting vampire creature. Most frequently described as a flying snake. Ooh. It is uh, described as a flying snake. Occasionally, descriptions add that it is covered in either feathers or hair, making it similar to the Cleburne. We just covered that guy. The uh, Cleburne on recent... on. Okay. Sometimes he is compared to the kluburn just as big as a oh sometimes he is compared to the kleber to the kluburn but much like vampires poches can paralyze their victims by gazing into their eyes in order to drain the bodies of the bodies of the blood the only people who can defeat the uh, Poochin are macha and map Boche medicine women. So we got flying snakes and this son of a bitch this does kind of sound like uh, the other one but on the clueburn remember hey they never said he flew. Now this one flies So Bunch of flying little daddies they're just flying everywhere. They're like hey look at me I'm flying baby. Don't you wish you could fly like me. I hope these uh, stories aren't scaring you guys too bad. Sorry if I break out the jingle like that. I'm kind of bored by myself. All right. Let me wrap my time down. All right. This is the Pesh Taco. I'm not lying, guys. It's Pesh Taco. Pesh, pesh Taco. Yeah. Pesh, pesh Taco. Uh, And this one's from Peru and Bolivia. A pale-skinned vampire boogeyman who roams the Andres... The Andres Mountains and kills... Hmm. Kills... Oh. Anyways, he roams the uh, Andres uh, mountain the Andres Mountains, and kills uh, peasants in order to drain them of their body fat. <coughs> and the legend of Piscatua was basically plunged directly from the real-life horror experienced by the indigenous communities of Peru and Bolivia during consular consolization in the 15th century 15th century the first written account of the creature comes from the priest Cristobal de Malena okay a 16th century scholar of icon culture who chronically a spreading native fear in guzo that Spine words were going to kill them and drain them of their fat. Oops, sorry. Since then, the description of the creature have virtually have uh, varied slightly from generation to generation. But as a rule, the they tend to Vince uh, vision a white man invaders. Alternatively, despect as a priest. Doctor or workers, tourist or anthropologist, etc., etc. They stand for five, they have, oh, they have stood there for five centuries of foreign exploitation, which is more terrifying than any myth on the list. And they say the uh, push, the tacos made its appearance in... or it they talked about it on the supernatural, so that's pretty cool. I didn't know that drains you of your fat... oh the pit that's kind of like the uh story of the fucking um god dang it, the Indian one the oh the wicker man no. I can't remember. It's that one we covered for a special. Can't remember the name of that damn guy now. Yeah, but he was a creature like that who would suck your blood and your fat and everything. There'd just be rubber. Lovely, lovely, lovely as hell. All right, chickadees and chickadoos. This is. This is in. uh, Jenna. Oh, and Genaya. And this one is the Mas Mas maskaraman, maskaraman. The maskaraman is a massive hairy monster that lurks in Kenya's rivers and seas, preying on passengers in small boats and eating them. The Masqueraman Karamam is a kind of jubi and mythical spirit or demon native of the Caribbean folklore. Aside from the creepy... Aside from it being creepy and one of uh, many water uh, residing beasts in the Latin America folklore, it is also the... Uh, The name snake of fade to mind producer Mesacarama. So, this is another folklore one. And supposedly he uh, lurks in Kanye's rivers and seas looking. Now, see, this one was really short and there wasn't no goddamn description or anything. That's kind of stupid. I hate it when they do it that short and they're the. But, you know. It's some stories and stuff I've never heard about. Okay. No. Okay. Now we're going to go with the uh, La Sega Coupa. The La Sega. The La Sega. La La Sega Coupa. The La Sega Coupa. According to. The Domin- don't <clears throat> according to the Dominican the Dominican folklore la segupa la segupa okay la segupa the la segupa <coughs> is a mythical creature that takes the form of a woman with backwards facing feet Oh, what the fuck the Segupa. Goopas lurk in the highland mountains and deep forest of the islands. That'd be some messed up stuff. Ooh, look at that beautiful girl. What's wrong with your feet? Waiting for the perfect moment to lure man into the woods and make them disappear. They, Their long, thick manes take skin and feet, make them pretty. Elusive and poor and porn <laughs> and pro and prone to outwitting followers. But if you but if you are like me. Oh, no, that ain't it. The first recorded mention of the Sega Koopas uh, around. Oh, wait appeared in the Francisco Javar Angluagardias in 1886, which did not mention the creature's backwards feet, while many think Siga, Sigupas are an aerial, an Areawak, an walk legend. Scholars have found little evidence to prove the. Con- Connection with suggest the uh, legends orange are far from likely to have merged from the African religious beliefs brought over to this island during the colonial period. The Sigakupa has a s- similar legend version from Colombia called the La Pata Sola, oh, as well as La Sicas. Oh, huh. who ev- who eventually were shapeshifters, and they could shift into a skulls. Oh, shapeshifters, and they could shift into a great a horse's head. Why would you fucking do that? That's stupid. Uh, like Troy also bears similar to the uh, story too. So, although the versions of the tale kind of lie some, it's. It's still just another one of them good old family folklores, you know what I mean? Oh. Well guys, we've got one more story left, and don't worry, this is our fiftieth episode. I'm gonna do a little bit extra today and make this some bitch about an hour and a fucking half for ya. Cause I love you guys, you crazy, crazy guys, you. I'm sorry, my dog's still barking out the window. Uh, So is everybody scared so far? Excuse me. Let me get a drink. Uh. Okay. This is my last one. This is a (laughs) Yucamama. This is from Peru. Argentina's I mean Argentina. <laughs> the mighty Amazon is home to the legendary Yacumama, the Yacumama, a horn snake-like sea monster. See what is it? Everything was got horns and shit. Everything kind of looks the same whether it's land or in the ocean. The Yucamama is a part uh, is a part of a multi oh of a multiple of multiple groups, mythical primarily tribes, hailing from the western Amazon and the lowlands of Peru and Ecuador. According to the uh, verse from the 19th century, Yucamama is. Rumored to be as long as 106 feet, 60 feet long. That's long. Before entering unfamiliar bodies of water, and dangerous tribes would blow a horn to warn the gigantic reptile of human presence, and, pro- and probably so they wouldn't would not get attacked either. The yucamama is also goddess of the water but takes it uh, takes the form of an elderly human woman that uh, approached, approaches kids who enter the river to collect water in their contain- containers and some the Yukamama is basically the anaconda with horns now I'm just immigrant <laughs> well that's a pretty cool story too Hmm. The Yucca Mama. Don't worry, guys. Next week will be better. Lexi will be back, and it will be all nice and sweet. But since this this is our 40th, our 40th, 50th episode, guys, brothers and sisters, I have got a treat for you today. I'm going to play some clips from some old episodes. So don't go anywhere. Hang tight. I'll do about, like I said, I'm going to try to make this about an hour and a half today. Since it's our 50th, and uh, two more episodes will be our first full year of podcasting, baby. All right, y'all guys hang tight. I got some stories coming right up. Here we go.
1: Welcome back to another podcast with uh, Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your co-host, Lexi Booth.
0: And I am your host, Steven Lebooth. we <laughs>
1: I hope that you guys liked our episode last week. <laughs> it was
0: it was pretty spooky. Pretty spooky, wasn't it, guys? Yes, it was. Today's going to be a good old scary ass kicker. <laughs> we're going to talk about the uh, old uh, Sloss furnace in Alabama.
1: Alabama slammer.
0: we going to talk about the Maple Hill Cemetery in Alabama. And we're going to talk about... There's a certain little Main Street town in Alabama that has a pretty creepy ghost story. <laughs> it ought to be fun.
1: Not minor a surprise. No
0: surprise, cause <laughs> she don't know what the hell she's doing.
1: Yeah, I do. <laughs>
0: but how is everybody doing today? I'm glad that y'all are listening, and I hope you're having a great Friday morning starting out, or a Friday, or whenever you're listening to this.
1: Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh,
0: starting out good, and like I said from the last podcast, I want to give our shout outs to the people overseas that's downloading us, listening to us, people in Europe. Like I said, uh, there's a new one came on uh, the United Kingdom. Uh, I know we've had Brazil, oh Taiwan for a while. We had
1: India for a while.
0: India and. yeah, it's going good, and we love it. Oh, and then we found some new. Uh, we got some. I noticed we have some new uh, listeners in, in the America states too. Uh, what? North Carolina, District of Columbia, um, Denver, California, Texas, Texas, Oklahoma. So it's starting. I mean, we get a good fan base. That's cool, man. But hey, y'all, y'all send us emails. You know, if y'all want to hear a story or know about some creepy shit in your neighborhood or your neck of the woods or a legend. It doesn't have to be a true, fact, ghost story to send it to us if you guys want to.
1: Or DM me on Instagram or Twitter.
0: Yes, we have an Instagram and Twitter account, and why don't you relay the message to the good folks? It next?
1: is South Texas Ghost. It's S O U T H T X G H O U. Wait, that's not how I spell ghost. G H O S T. Sorry, wow. Lexi had a little moment there. Basically, it's South tx ghost (laughs) because texas is abbreviated so okay well
0: and we are on spotify itunes and stitcher Stitcher. and stitcher's been doing pretty decent for
1: us yeah spotify's still our best platform yes
0: it's still our best we
1: a lot of people use spotify though
0: yeah i mean we're on itunes we don't have any luck with itunes yet but that's okay we also don't really know how
1: to work the system that well either
0: (laughs) Oh, uh, and uh, eventually I'm gonna try. We're gonna try and get on uh, on a Patreon. Oh, and YouTube. We're starting of course these videos, and uh, we're we'll gonna be getting our stuff on YouTube and Patreon. That's probably what I'm gonna work on tomorrow.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So who's gonna kick it off? Me or you?
0: Well, I'll uh, I'll let you kick it off.
1: Okay. Okay. Short stack. Okay. I'm going to be talking about the <laughs> Old Bryce Hospital. That's so, when I was
0: born. I love it there.
1: You were born at the Watchtall Hospital. I know. <laughs> okay, so, I have two locations for this place because I'm not positive which one's which. I have North Poult, Alabama, and Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I'm not sure Tuscaloosa w- Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Tuscaloosa. I'm not sure where it specifically is because like I said I when I we research we read like a tons of different articles and stuff and yeah so yeah, it's in one of those two locations.
0: It's pretty crazy if you know what I mean.
1: okay I so it, do <laughs> I'm over here shit. So it was built in 1850 and it opened in 1861 as the Alabama State Hospital. And apparently now they want to restore it for something, but it's like a $121 million project.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: So it's still just sitting there and they're trying to figure out what to do with it. Hmm. What should you do with it? Yeah, when I read that I was like, uh, That's spend crazy. your money on something else. Yeah. Or do you go stores with it?
0: <laughs> well, I hope everybody enjoyed that one. That was uh episode nine. Uh, that was some of our early stuff. Uh, I'm going to get some more. I'll probably do... been checking. I'll do uh, episode 11. Or maybe another one. But uh, this one coming up will be episode 11. Hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, be good and be cool. I'll catch you after this, one's, after this story's done. Bye now.
1: Hello, everybody. And welcome back to uh, Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your co-host, Lexi
0: Booth. And I am your host, Stephen Booth. How is everybody in Ghostland tonight? Who we are It's a full moon where we are. It's uh midnight it's uh midnight here in Texas. We've been uh yeah, yeah. we got some stuff to do, so we just said screw it, we're gonna lay some podcasts down tonight. And tell some scary stories while it's
1: dark. Yeah, yeah. This is our eleventh episode.
0: Oh, I'm excited! And, oh, it's fun. Oh my gosh,
1: we are so so proud of everybody and oh, gosh. not to like be like I don't know what the word is like prideful, but we're yeah, it's proud it's of amazing. <laughs> yeah, because we've come so far, and I mean, a lot of it is from you guys because without yes. you guys, we wouldn't be anywhere. Oh gosh, we, we didn't think it would so take off like it has. You were viewer, not viewers, but like listeners and everything from from everywhere. everywhere.
0: Just in the states, we got like. Washington, California, Ohio, North Carolina, North Dakota, Georgia, Michigan, Tennessee, Illinois, and District of Columbia, man. Yeah, got our backs. Yeah, Love yeah. it. And then, you know, we have a, over in Europe, we got Germany.
1: The Netherlands. Ireland. We have a bang. How do you say it? Bang, bang. Mm
0: bangladesh i
1: almost said bangkok so then, i'm so glad you stepped it as always you guys know i can't talk right so but and yes it's, we also have uh, places in like the uk and australia yeah so yeah it's yeah. just
0: been everywhere god it's crazy it's I didn't. we've already got like 100 downloads and thank you so much guys for all the yes, downloads and support so it's much. awesome we appreciate it so much. But and. yeah, man. See, like our big holiday coming up is the Fourth of July, and on our other pod, my other podcast with my niece, Borderline Texas Trash, we're telling everybody. We want to tell y'all, y'all, uh, y- y'all send us emails from other countries and stuff, and tell us how y'all celebrate y'all's independence. What's y'all special date? What do y'all do? Oh yeah, that. You be know, because nice. ours be cool. is the Fourth of July. You know, and if you get any like scary stories around that time, or you know, email us that. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you guys. Seriously, man. Email us and stuff, because that would email, be sweet.
1: You don't have to email. Just get on our Instagram and oh, follow yeah, us Oh, yeah. Instagram.
0: Oh, yeah. We got our Twitter, and it's...
1: Um, South Texas Ghost. T-X. Not the whole Texas name. And then... The, the same for Instagram and Twitter. And then the right. email is South Texas Ghost.
0: And we are or on... Go-
1: no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like I said, it's midnight. <laughs> Um, the, she needs some coffee. The email is ghost stories told from the south. <laughs> Instagram, and twi- Instagram and Twitter is south Texas ghost. My mind <clears> is not <throat> with me today. What were you saying?
0: <laughs> uh, we are on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. Oh, I want to give some shouts out to Stitcher, man. We only got a couple of listeners, but man, it's pretty cool. We even got listeners on Stitcher and on Google Play. I've been noticing we've had we're on listeners. Play. Yeah
1: you learn something new
0: every day yeah i forgot to tell you that we're on there but yeah it's just (laughs) been amazing guys i mean there's been other platforms wanting us to come over and join them so we can get on a bigger band and really get out there but we we really love doing that stuff it's freaking awesome oh it's fun
1: like and
0: i just came out with another podcast sorry to cut you off i gotta do some promoting there
1: you're
0: good you know but uh I wanna give a shout out to myself. I just got a brand new show on called College Football Dive. If you're really into college football or anything, check it out. It's a college football dive with Uncle Boo, so check that out. And don't forget to check out Borderline Texas Trash, me and my niece. And then me and and my Lexi's sister kind yes. of
1: working on one. We're trying to get it going. It's not with this one it's one specific thing. Me and my sister are doing like a handful of things so it's kinda of yeah. difficult to figure out a name and everything. Well it's but... gonna be
0: it's it's ba- gonna be based on like not 100% conspiracy and not 100% unsolved mysteries and stuff. It's going to be like a mixture of both.
1: Yeah, well, it's like uh, you know, unsolved just murders. Unex- um, yeah, unsolved unexplained murders, unexplained, things, unexplained stuff. FX, things the government are hiding. Hopefully, we don't like get killed because we're unraveling information like just because we're all both interested in that stuff Stephanie oh god yeah YouTube that does all that stuff and i've always been interested in it and me and dad always talk about and it and if
0: y'all like that stuff that we talk about the paranormal stuff the urban legends and stuff we're gonna do uh we're gonna come up uh, for our hour special our special this month is gonna be on Helltown. town Oh yeah. Yes, that's going to be on our special because we watched the documentary about it, and that's that's pretty interesting, man. Mm-hmm. It's some crazy shit went on there, so. Um, yeah, if you guys know oh, anything man.
1: about it, or just yeah. You know what
0: I forgot to do? Oh. We can keep talking. I forgot to hit record. I got this new video camera, guys. So uh, when we get when I get on on a Podbean or a. a patreon when i get our show on patreon and i can download all this t- i know i couldn't say it there whoa whoa what a boy but uh yeah i um uh, can i'm gonna try to get i'm trying to get as much stuff together and gathered up and uh but i'm gonna try to put that stuff and get us on patreon too guys so i'm gonna get that upcoming so we got a lot of stuff in store for you guys to show the love back but yeah y'all we really want to do we're gonna do that hell town one She's got a podcast coming up. Check her out when when hers comes up, and I think, uh, I think it'll be good. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be uh, her and her sister, so it's going to be my little girl and my big girl. <laughs> okay. But yeah, sorry, I just started this video right now, guys. Uh, no. We should have done it when I started the deal, but how do you like our background? We're moving on up. Look at that. <laughs> Hail to the it yeah! We're not look gonna. like
1: we took over my <clears door
0: anymore. laughs> Nah, and we're not gonna tell you what our secret is either.
1: Nope,
0: because we're awesome like that. But so today, ladies and gentlemen,
1: don't tell my stories. Keep them. Secret. Oh,
0: I'm not. Uh, here's mine. I'll let you have mine. She don't want you to know hers. What her secret? My stuff is from California this week and i think my next couple stories will probably be california <laughs> i just Hitting i just Cali- got on there one night and just started clicking on stuff and california's got some interesting stuff but i might try to hit the east coast for a while stay out there on the east coast you know georgia, uh georgia oregon i'm not the east coast i'm in the west coast and do like oregon and um watch thing california yeah, yeah. utah nevada colorado nevada. But you know, all that groovy stuff. But today my story is the Santa Luca Mountains, the Dark Watchers. I Say hope I didn't I myself. hope I didn't butcher that name, guys. Santa Luca. So I hope I didn't butcher it. And my second mm-hmm. story is the Char-A-Man. And my third story is The Turnbull Turnbull Canyon. And it's a big one, so I'm gonna do some of it tonight and then the next episode some because i think this is going to end up being a two to three episode because it's pretty big
1: i'll make it like a three-parter yeah
0: because it's like a big canyon it's got tons of i mean the history starts with the indians of course and oh but yeah yeah so
1: okay well uh do you want me to kick it off because your first story is pretty long so you want me to kick it off with a kind of a short one
0: yeah 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 do that
1: okay well okay this kind of goes off of my tradition that we've been keeping on here. Like, I do places, and he does kind of the urban legends thingy. Because thingy, she, likes,
0: she likes the asylums, the hospitals.
1: Well, okay, this one is kind of a place. Not a place. It, it's a yeah, place. It's kind where of a place, but it's also kind of like an urban del- legend thing because no one knows for, for sure. So, but I found it interesting and I couldn't have passed it up. So just. <laughs> just bear
0: with. with me there, Chakatoke.
1: Um.
0: There we go. Okay. Smile.
1: <laughs> Sorry, we're messing around with the camera. So this is the Bell Witch Cave. Have you heard of that one?
0: Mm-mm.
1: It is in Adams, Tennessee. Um, So there was this guy named uh, John Bell, and he was a farmer from North Carolina, and him and his wife and three children settled in... Um, Northern Robertson County, Tennessee in uh, the early 1800s. It was in 1804. They lived there for 13 years, just building stuff and just having time with their lives and whatever. Well, the summer of 1817, um, they kept on seeing like strange animals on the property and stuff. So, um At like late at night and stuff like that they would uh hear knocking sounds on the doors and the outer walls of the properties in the house and stuff (coughs) like that so like they would go investigate and nothing would be there
0: that's crazy
1: and especially seeing like animals yeah so like that was really weird Oh and also, sorry, that was really loud.
0: Sorry, that's my fault. <laughs> my bad. Um,
1: with this one normally I do the history, then the ghost stuff. With this one I kinda have to mix it in, so I'm sorry, kind of going back and forth. But um so they would hear growling and stuff, and then they would uh for the growling. husband and the wife, there <sighs> would be red eyes and like a uh animal figure with uh growling at them at the bedpost.
0: Yeah, and they would see this when they was in bed?
1: Mm-hmm. And just stand there and be like... I mean, just lay there and be like, mm.
0: I think I'd be like, just uh... be like, that's normal. Honey, uh...
1: Pack oh. your bags, we're really leaving.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, they heard chains being drugged throughout the house. Wow. And then, um, like, stones would be dropped on the wooden floors. Like, from outside would be brought in and dropped on the floors.
0: That's crazy.
1: Um... And then they also heard, like, gulping and choking noises, like a killer was in the house and trying to kill everybody, but, like, no one else was in the house. It was (laughs) was really weird. Oh,
0: my God. You would wake up here and... uh, 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 And nothing's happening in your life.
1: Pretty much. Okay, so... They were obviously terrified in their own home, but, like, they didn't tell anybody. I guess because they didn't want to sound crazy and be like... (laughs) Yeah.
0: These guys are fucking nuts, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so... They didn't tell anybody, and then they finally told a few people in that group, I guess, had, like, a paranormal investigation happen. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it got bigger and bigger and bigger, and uh, people, I guess, from all over the world heard about it and was like, whoa, what's this place? Came to investigate it, and they were like, what's really going on here? So, and they ended up hearing a voice and stuff, I don't know how new this is or anything, but they ended up hearing a voice. It was the witch of a neighbor named uh, Katie uh, B- Bats. Um,
0: Katie Bats. Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean she's like bat shit crazy?
1: Probably. <laughs> so they started calling it <clears throat> that property and stuff the Bell, the Bell Witch Cave or whatever. So, um. It was believed that the witch wanted to kill John um, or stop someone from... Oh, God. Sorry mar- about that. <laughs> so the theories <laughs> were that either she wanted to kill John, the, hus- the husband, or she wanted to terrify one of the daughters enough to stop uh, stop her from marrying her future husband. Dang. Which, if that's true, why terrorize the entire family? Yeah. But...
0: Maybe she hated the whole family, really, and just didn't <laughs> want to say it. She's like, I really don't like these guys. I just put up with them because I have to.
1: Yeah, well, and for that girl that she was, I guess, trying to spoof, her hair got pulled. She was pinched. She was scratched. She had the feeling like she was stuck with pins and needles.
0: Well, it's kind of, it's kind of like on that movie, uh, the Sixth Sense, sense for that kid could see ghosts, and them kids as a joke lock him in that closet or something, and oh, the yeah. ghost of that house is poking at him and stuff and he's mm-hmm. like crying and screaming
1: yeah oh and she was also beaten by the ghost so like all this stuff is happening God to her, and she's just like what do i that's do that's like
0: that what's that one show where that ghost picks that chick up by the hair and goes psh, psh,
1: psh, psh, psh. i don't remember but i, I know remember because
0: she's screaming Ah.
1: <laughs> yeah i'm sorry
0: that was funny that really wasn't scary
1: <laughs> okay so after that after all that stuff happened to his daughter then john the husband started uh, suffering from spells of a, sw- a swelling throat and feeling of being um, sick and stuff and having, like, a s- stick stuck sideways in his throat. Yeah. Um, so then he got twitching and, like, jerking of facial muscles. Mushrooms? Facial muscles. muscles? Facial, facial muscles. Facial yeah, me saying muscle. it. Facial muscles. Whatever. Face muscles. <laughs> Face muscles. So, um, like, he would just twitch because like <laughs> something was wrong. Um, and then in December of 1820, sorry, my mom went blank and I was looking at the notes. I don't know what happened. Um, he died. She
0: had a brain fart.
1: (laughs) And people believe that the ghost poisoned him. So, and then the engagement was broke off by that girl. By one of the daughters. Yeah. So the engagement was broke off. Broke off. So, like... (laughs) <laughs> Both theories came true.
0: Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah,
1: well, okay, so all the hauntings and stuff started in 1817. He died in 1820 and they stopped. Three years of torment.
0: Wow, that's crazy, too. It dies and it's st- the person dies and it stops. Yeah, that's even crazier and kooky.
1: Um, and then so apparently the witch returns every seven years to like finish what she started.
0: Damn.
1: And then one time, I also read that it was like, she returned seven years.
0: Hey, wait a minute.
1: And then 107 years.
0: I think this is off that story, though. This is, uh, what was that scary story? It was kind of like that. Oh, God. American... Horror story, I think, something what like that. are you talking about, though? There's a scary movie, I think, that kind of goes by that. That rings a bell, the Blair Witch and now. The more you start talking it's about bell it, Witch, or Bell Witch. <laughs> but the Bell Witch, yes.
1: Well, and so they were saying that it was a property, but I've looked at the pictures and it's a cave. But nothing was mentioned of the cave. That's why it's called the Bell Witch Cave.
0: Oh. So
1: there's actually literally a cave on this property.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And that's what they go in that. You can go and tour it and stuff. And it's creepy as heck. But none of the property is ever mentioned being haunted or in the pictures and stuff except in the history. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's the movie I'm talking about, Bell Witch.
1: Oh, we need to watch that. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I guess they made a movie off of it. Hmm.
0: See, an American haunting. That's what I was talking about. That's that scene where she gets lifted out of bed and smacked around. Oh yeah. So yeah, see, yeah. I knew it's the story sounded familiar. The more you started talking about it, the more you started talking about it. I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> man! I have <laughs> I seen. This. I know that. It's a cool story though, because the isn't the land like cursed or some shit? Yeah,
1: because she like the witch died there. I didn't yeah. Know what happened or whatever? But it's she, well
0: in the movie. Hurt. I in the movie I remember it was something over the land. And the, of course, the guy, the one guy was rich and had, the, rich and had the land, and he mm-hmm. was trying to get his neighbors, excuse me, her, his neighbors' plot, and uh, of course he had money, so when it came up for sale or something, he got it, yep. and it pissed her off, and she put a curse on his land in that land, so yeah, she was a pretty mad witch,
1: hmm.
0: and then come to find out though, the dad was doing some nasty shit too, so
1: well. That might have helped. Yeah. Uh. <coughs> it's so weird how like we unravel like these stories, and there's so many movies made about them. Oh,
0: I know, and you never think about it. You don't know. Mhm. It's Wait. crazy.
1: Okay. Well, that's the end of that one. <laughs> All
0: righty. Well, I'm gonna do my big one first.
1: My big one.
0: <laughs> 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 All right. Mine is the Turnbull Canyon in California. This area was called the Hutacuna. Am I saying that right? Huttaquana? Huta, Guna? Huta, Guna. Huta Guna. I don't know. Hutaguna. Hutta Huta It means the dark place. The local Indian that's what the local Indian tribes called it. And uh, they called it that because this the, the forest was so thick. Thick and stuff that sunlight barely got in there, so it stayed dark all the time. It was like just a dark, creepy, creepy forest, and the Indians always got bad vibes there, so they was like, Nope, they called it Forbidden Land, and they refused to freaking set foot there. They wouldn't you at all.
1: What it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> the suicide Forest
0: in Japan. Yeah. It sounds like an American version of that. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, they didn't want to, uh, um, step foot in it because it it was cursed to them well then when the spaniards came with the missions and stuff the uh spaniards knew they was afraid of the uh, forest so they would drag them to the forest on purpose well thanks you guys for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode like i said lexi uh had car troubles she couldn't be here couldn't make it But it's all good. We got her done. I hope you all enjoy this one. It's uh, our 50th episode, baby. We could not do any of this without you guys helping us. We appreciate it. We love you guys. Thanks for everything. You guys are cool and amazing folks. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube. I haven't uploaded anything new, but I am going to. We're on Spotify, Stitcher uh itunes amazon it we're pretty much anywhere now guys so come check us out ghost stories told from the south this has been an amazing ride and i'm glad i did it and i'm glad we're gonna keep doing it so uh you guys be good be real just thinking two more episodes it's gonna be my one year anniversary doing this guys me and lexi so thanks for your support thanks everybody who listens we love you and uh hey dudes 50th episode, big accomplishment, man, and you guys keep listening, and keep uh, hitting them subscribe buttons, and like buttons, and download everything you want, guys, so uh, we'll holler at you later, be good, be real, and this has been Stephen Laboud from Scar- from Ghost Stories, told from the south, <laughs> I'll be your host, and your co-host Lexi will be here next week to scare the big GGs out of you. But you guys have fun. Bye-bye.